Yosef says chavitza, which is uh, something that you make with bread pieces. If the pieces are kazayis, you make hamaitzi and brichas mazen. And if the pieces are less than the kazayis, you make mezaynis and alamichya. Now Rav Shesha says even if the pieces are less than the kazayis, you still make hamaitzi. And Rav says, but that's only when there's a teresa the nahama. It still looks like bread. And the Rishonim Paskin, like Rosh Hashanah, and like Rafa. So what's Chavitza? Rashi says Chavitza is when you break up bread and put it into a frying pan. And Taisus understands that according to Rashi, it means that you're you're cooking it. You're cooking it in water or deep frying it completely submerged in oil. And now Taisus asks, because on Amid Aleph, on Lamed Zayin Amid Aleph, it's a word in the Gemara that if you um, bake bread from wheat flour and you cook the bread... So it depends if the pusas are kayamos or whether they're not kayamos. And it doesn't talk about the kazais or not. So Taisa says that the Yushalmi there actually says that kayamos means that the pieces are more than the kazais, and enon kayamos means they're less than the kazais. So it's really the same thing. So when Rava says that if there's a tayar lechem, only when there's a tayar lechem, you'll make a mitzi even if it's less than the kazais. So he's saying that even though, and I mean, Aleph, it says that when it's less than the kazais, you uh, you don't make hamaytzi. That's because usually it's not going to have a terlechem. But if becholzei it has a terlechem, then in the you make hamaytzi. So according to Rashi, there's really one halacha that uh, when you boil bread, when you cook bread, as long as at the end of the bishul the pieces are uh, are still a kazayis, they were kazayis before and they remain a kazayis afterwards. So you're going to make hamaytzi. Otherwise, if they were less than the kazayis, fall apart. You have no no kazayis. You make mesayis. Now, Taisus explains differently. Taisus says, Chavitza is not when you cook the bread. Cooking the bread, that's discussed in Amin Aleph. Chavitza is something else. It's when you break the bread into pieces, and those pieces stick together, either with a soup or with milk. So in that case, Rava says, according to Roshayshas, that when the pieces are less than the Kazayas, as long as they still appear like bread, it's Hamaitzi. But if it no longer appears like bread, so it becomes Mizainas. If you cook the bread, that's what the Gemara says in Amin Aleph, that it depends if the pieces are kayamos or not, meaning whether there's a kazayas or not. And there, it doesn't say that if it has an appearance of bread, then even when it's less than a kazayas, you'll still make a That it only says by chavitza, by what we're talking about over here, which according to Taisus is when the bread is not cooked. So the Rosh says that um, according to Taisus, which is how he paskins, it comes out that there's three different uh, levels. When you break bread into pieces and you cook it in water, so then or oil, deep fried in oil, so then if it's more than a kazayas, so then it's going to be amites. If it's less than a kazayas, so it's going to be mezayinus. Even if it appears like bread, it doesn't matter. It's not chash of the tayar lechem, the appearance of bread, once you've cooked it. When you um, take those pieces and you stick them together with the soup, with milk, but it's not actually cooked, so then if it's more than a kazayas, of course it's amites. And if it's less than a kazayas, it depends. If it has still the tayar lechem, so it's a mitzi. Otherwise, it's mezaynis. And when you break it into small pieces and you eat it like that, then it's always a mitzi. And even if it's almost like a flour, like matzah meal, like breadcrumbs, it's still a mitzi, since nothing uh, essentially happened to it. And this is the halacha, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, this, in Archaim, in Tzimit Kufsa Meches, in Sifyot. So what are some practical applications of this? So you put um, uh, soup nuts. Sometimes you make like a soup nuts and toast, basically, little pieces of toasted bread, spiced toast bread. So when you put that into your soup, usually you're putting it into the soup in a bowl. It's a cliché. Mr. Bruce says a cliché. That's not bishel. 
So therefore, your soup, uh, nuts like that, would still be a mitzi. It could be that you wouldn't have to make a bracha on your soup nuts. That's another question. Why is it considered tafel? But assuming you have to make a bracha on your soup nuts, so they're talking going to be a mitzi. How about kneidalach? What's kneidalach? Kneidalach is matzah ground up into a flour, and then it's cooked. But when it's cooked, it's stuck together first as one piece. So the Magen Avram actually says that since it's one big piece of a kezayis at the end, so you should make a mitzi. But the all the parties can agree that uh, no, that since you broke it apart into little pieces less than a kezayis, even though you stack it together, we still look at it as little pieces. And Ayyadei Bishol, it lost a bracha of a mitzi, and you make a uh, mezainis. Also, the Mishnah Bura says when you fry something in a little bit of oil, so that's a mochleikasachoinim. Some hold that that's considered like Bishol, but others hold that it's not considered like Bishol. And the Mishnah Bura says to be machmir, that you should not uh, treat something that's fried as, uh, as losing their bracha necessarily when it's less than uh, kezayis. You should be chayshish, it doesn't lose the bracha of a mitzi. And you should be machmer only to eat it during the meal, not to make a mazainus on it. So therefore, let's say matzah brai. What's matzah brai? You break up the matzah. So of course, if the pieces are going to be more than the kezayis, so then of course the bracha is a mitzi. But if you break it up into pieces less than the kezayis, so if you're not deep frying, if you're not deep frying it, you just like sometimes you soak it and then you uh, you put it into the frying pan and it's basically tigo and it's frying. So then, according to that, it would depend if it has a tire lechem or not. Some places can say, the Chazanish would say that you should make a mitzi on it. But others say, the Masham and the Archashokhan and the Tevet Alevi, they seem to assume that it doesn't have a tire lechem anymore. You know, it gets colorful and it's uh, and it's soggy. You can't really tell that it's matzah. It doesn't have the appearance of bread anymore. And therefore, it would be mezainus. Some people pour a lot of uh, this egg and, and milk mixture into the frying pan, and it sort of cooks like that. That would be considered bishul, and for sure the bracha would be mezainus. Now, uh, stam matzah flour uh, matzah meal, so that we said is a mitzi, haven't cooked it, so therefore the bracha is taco mitzi. So let's say on the al seder, if somebody uh, has a problem chewing, so what you can do is you can mamish give a matzah meal. Matzah meal is certainly a mitzi, it's considered proper matzah, and you can be yitzi your. Of, uh, of matzah like that. Now, what if a person can't even eat it like that? He needs to soak it. So Mishnah Bura says you could soak it as long as it doesn't stick together. If you soak it and it doesn't stick together, so it maintains the bracha, it's not bishel, and even though the pieces are less than the kezayis, but since it's not cooked and it didn't stick together, so the bracha would still be hamaitzi. But you have to be careful not to soak it too long. If you soak it very long, and then the water starts to turn white, so Taisa says that if the if the bread, the matzah, soaks for so long that the color of the water starts to turn, so that would be considered to have lost it's Tayalachem completely, and the bracha, even in this case, would no longer be a mitzi, it would be mezainis, and then you couldn't be, I'd say, the matz anymore with it.